15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh. Inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive. Teaching him he can be anything. All you. And your dreams for tomorrow. You'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen. They are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance. Protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome in to DC On Screen, episode 180. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This, my co-host, Jason Goss. Hiya. And we're going to get super spoilery on The Flash 222, Invincible. To recap... Barry's cocky because he thinks the Speed Force is on his side. Caitlin is back at Star Labs but is suffering PTSD symptoms from her time with Zoom. The city is being overrun by Metas from Earth 2 to Joe's chagrin while he is fighting the Metas because he feels he wasn't worthy of being saved by the Flash. Also, Earth 2 Laurel, Black Siren, shows up to bring down a bunch of buildings, including Mercury Labs. Uh, Zoom is intent on making Barry believe that they are the same as they share a similar backstory of tragedy. The team finds a way to use frequencies to damage Earth 2 nervous systems into submission, but complications with Jesse and Harry lead to Zoom getting away to Earth 2 at the last second. With everyone together at the West House, Henry and Tina McGee seem to be getting along well, as do Wally and Jesse. Barry and Iris agree to start dating officially, and then Zoom comes in, grabs Henry, takes him to Barry's old house, and, and kills him. Uh, oh, and Wally knows uh, Barry's the Flash now. <laughs> oh, and by the way, big reveal for Wally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, man, what'd you think of this episode? Um, delightful as always, honestly. Mm-hmm. It just, how oh, the flash lets me down so rarely, just so rarely. And then even then there, it's just small circumstances. Just stuff like I, I, when I pick on the flash, sometimes it, it's, it's stuff that oh, I feel like a bad person when I'm done. Yeah, I know. How dare I? But up front, like the, the meta massacre, ma- massacre. I mean the, uh, the, the metapocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Iris actually says "blackest of nights" at some point. Mm-hmm. She does. That was a that was a nice little. How do you do? I, you know, I've I've seen some people complaining that Tina just magically knew that uh, suddenly magically knows that Barry is the Flash. Um, she told Barry, "I'm uh, I'm not an idiot." I was okay with that explanation. Well, she uh, she also says a little too well informed when things go pear shaped. <laughs> I just always like pear shaped when people pull it out. Um, man, I mean. It plays. It plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not particularly. I actually, I I liked pretty much almost everything. I liked Wally wanted to help. That's a good. Uh, that's a good stepping stone to him eventually becoming the Flash, um, yeah. or Kid Flash, or whatever you want to say in this. Whatever the hell he's going to be in. It feels um, way too old for Kid Flash, but. Uh. Well. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, I got to be Kid Flash. You want to be Black Flash? No. Well, then Kid Flash it is. <laughs> there are other adjectives. <laughs> Sorry, that just made me think of uh, Andy Richter controls the universe. Like, you can't go around calling him the Black Flash. 
<laughs> I don't want to be Big Andy. Why can't he be Black Andy? You can't call him Black Andy. <laughs> that really was a great, great little show. <laughs> I enjoyed the fuck out of that. It's a great show. Um, <laughs> I love that he's like. I know you just didn't. I know you didn't just call me here to banter. Actually, I did. I'm so lonely. <laughs> right. <laughs> say he was lonely but it was funny it's like, actually i did call you here to banter i don't understand just for that thanks for coming buddy so i was i was why... surprised by uh the fact that like siren can bring down a whole building with her her yell these days right which was impressive that i was, was impressive. at least as surprised by that as i was the uh every once in a while flash's graphics are so good but every now and then they're terrible and this was one of those mm-hmm. that i had that looked like tomb raider 2 man it was what are you are you talking about like when Mercury Labs was coming down and yeah, Mercury Flash Labs was saving down, Tina? Flash saves her and it just it looked strange. Straight yeah. strange. Uh on Twitter, Jacob Raspberry of the Screen Explosion podcast, he's a buddy of mine, <laughs> he came came to me and was like, uh I hadn't seen the episode yet. And he was like, Oh man, the the the, the effects are so terrible. I was like, Oh man, yeah, thanks. Thanks for telling me that. <laughs> I was looking forward to this episode. <laughs> But yeah, and it's um, not—it's not even the whole thing. It's just that scene is—it's um, yeah, it's just that—it's just that scene. And he did clarify that he was like, "Oh, it's just this one piece. The episode's good so far." Okay, yeah, it, that scene was bad. Don't get me wrong, man. It's a cool moment, like him bouncing off all the rubble. That's mm-hmm. it's really cool as an idea. Mm-hmm. But it—I—I I, I think there are moments where you have to call it and say, "Yeah, our budget can't do this scene." Sorry. Yeah, it, they could have easily just had him like run up and come out and you can just see her see them coming out well, just her, have him you know? run up you see the the flash while he's moving the flash while he's moving right. always looks fantastic that little uh streak of lightning you have her in still frame you have him grab her in one little moment where they they see them and then you you pull down and then the flash but the rebel moving outwards you can do the mm-hmm. cgi of the rebel moving because rebel's a lot easier to do than people's faces and that's the problem here right even the movement isn't realistic like when he grabs her back it doesn't give it just mm-hmm. he grabs her back it, it looked like a video game it was um mm-hmm it was unfortunate. Yeah, no. Still a damn cool scene, but distracting. You know what? I, <laughs> distracting. You know what? Really. Yeah. I yeah. enjoyed the slow burn vibing throughout the episode, leading up to the world splitting. Yeah. Um, like the dead bird, then the dead birds, then you know, like the slow, just the constant reiteration of the same scene. Yeah. But showing a little bit more, I enjoyed that. Yeah. No, um, it's good lead up. Good lead up. Very good lead up. I, you know, as played as it is, I even enjoyed the Zoom thing. Like, that, it makes sense why he would off Henry. Um, I enjoy, you know, like, oh, we're two sides of the same coin. Like, I'm, it, that is very played, very played concept. I'm tired of yeah. seeing it. But here it works. And uh, Well, the thing I is, I'm not it. necessarily tired of seeing it. I, it's just, it to me, it's one of those, it's a fine concept. You just have to do it correctly. And um, not, mm-hmm. well, as, as you're saying, it has been played, so you can't just do what people did before you. Um, they didn't make it, like, the theme of the episode. It was just a thing that happened at the end. It was quick. It was dirty. You believe Teddy Sears when he's talking about it. You believe the pain mm-hmm. on Henry and Barry's faces. It worked. It worked just fine. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of Wally running over Black Siren? Fantastic. <laughs> I was jealous of him. He got to do what I've been wanting to do on Arrow for years. Run I over know. Laurel. <laughs> I know. <laughs> sorry guys if you guys love laurel man i i'm sorry i just i can't do it also I, you you, you know. should be aware if uh you decided you hate us just now because you just decided to listen we we did we did reprieve our uh 
a retreat from our stance on her in the last few episodes, she was available over on Arrow. Yeah, they actually made her a really Cassie good character. was kind of killing it over few. there for a second, but and you season know what? two, Almost guys. Every Talk time, about season two. Every time she showed up on The Flash, she was good. I just, I don't, I don't know. We had some problems. Those know. are well documented. But um, I liked yeah. Wally running around, um, slamming into people and <laughs> stopping crimes and all that. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. It, I, my, I, I had the one problem with it though, where it was, it was a little too pat. Yeah. Like, him that. being him being there to to hit Laurel right then. Mm-hmm. Why? I, but more than that, before that, like, and that was just me being nitpicky because I'd already had a problem with it. Before that, when he's right. stopping, uh, I don't know, steam guy with electric-looking eyes, electric boogaloo, we'll call him, purse killer. Mm-hmm. I don't know who any of the weird metas are in this episode. For God's sake, it was they were inscrutable. Um, well, look, apparently, if you screwed them, please, was... please let us know because I'm curious as all hell. It but, seemed like earlier in the episode, Wally was just like subduing them with no, with really no effort at all. Not Wally, well, uh, Barry. No, Barry, yeah. No, Barry, and uh, uh, that's the problem Scott had was, like, he can suddenly stop all these people. Right. Yes and no. I think it, I think it was more that he realized he could suddenly stop all these people because he's that damn fast. But before, it was mm-hmm. a problem. Now, I mm-hmm. grant you, I grant you fully, Scott, that being in a fist fight with Laurel later is not... <laughs> right. Those are... Uh, Jason's uh, speaking of Scott Madison of the Simply Syndicated.com uh, podcast. Uh, yes, sir. Um, so... Yeah, <laughs> I grant you fully that that he he was running at the speed of plot on that occasion, but um, eh, they got to Banner, it was fine. Yeah. No, my my problem was he while he's running around the city, presumably just taking out any random muggers he finds that, uh, especially if they happen to be metas, and um, mm-hmm. finds himself a meta has gotten in a little over his head, and Joe happens to be the guy who's on the on scene right then. He's a detective, mm-hmm. not a beat cop. Yeah, that was more of a stretch to me than him running over Laurel. Right, I was just kind of, I was already a little bit nervous about it by the time I saw Laurel, so I was still thinking, ah, right. ah, well, yeah, ah. I mean, Wally was listening to uh, police radio. Yeah, so I'm sure that. he knew exactly where Laurel was. He was like, yeah. oh, the La- Laurel, like Black Siren and the Flash are having a thing. He's like, oh, I'm going there. I gotta check out my boy with the Flash. See, that made all the sense to me in the world. I guess it's just, uh, I don't know. The first one was so weird for me. And uh, oh, they had a great conversation, by the way. I, I got over it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked, I have a whole lot to make up for. Fantastic. Fantastic. You know, I uh, I had a similar issue with Scott when uh, Scott was saying Mercury Labs is falling down and the extras are standing around with their hands in their pockets like they're waiting for the bus. <laughs> 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 was, yeah. yeah. That made sense. Actually, my bigger problem was uh, Black Siren just turns and walks away with this giant evil smile on her face and like all the, ex- all the employees are sitting around going, oh no, blah, blah, blah. Hey, there's like a person dressed in black leather that just walked away uh, looking all happy. <laughs> I have a feeling she may have some. I don't want to profile here, but people dressed in a bunch of black leather with an evil smile right outside of the side of a personal tragedy might be worth looking into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. So let's see. I hated Cisco and Snow pretending to be Reverb and Frost. I was like, how are you getting those costumes up that quickly? Especially like the Frost eyes and uh, no 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 <laughs> that was not weird happening. i thought it was so funny i didn't care but i fully admit that those costumes should not be available on short notice Mm-mm. absolutely not also stupid all doppelgangers are mirror images of themselves so if you're right-handed in the in earth one you're left-handed in, no that's so stupid how no <laughs> that makes no sense that is retarded okay all right there's a thing called the Mobius Strip, 
for God's sake, someone who's smarter than I, check my science here. This is weird science, but there's a thing called a Mobius strip. It's a uh, it's a it's an idea in in just universal physics where you if if you went in a, a certain configuration and started it and came uh, and and it's kind of a figure eight thing and came back to the same position after all that, you if you started right handed, you would be left handed. You would literally become a mirror image of yourself. Mm-hmm. I have no idea whether I have any real grasp of that situation. Um, in fact, I'm sure that I don't. But the simple idea of it has somehow comforted me in situations like this. We're like, no, Mirror, you has a, uh, is right-handed. Once you get to a concept like, no, in Earth 2, they're all left-handed. If you're, if, you know, they have their opposite or whatever on that front. Once you get to that point, like... I start like devolving into the the Elaine Jerry conversation from Seinfeld about Bizarre Superman. Like, oh no, he's the exact opposite. Okay, is he black? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Does he live underwater? Well, no. Really? <laughs> okay, but those are not true opposites. Right and left are true opposites in the symmetrical world. Like black and white are not an opposite thing. <laughs> it made for okay TV in the nineties, but it won't work it for does. science. Damn it. I don't know. It, it whatever seemed really, it bizarre seemed really version dumb, of man. science I was trying to... Uh, it just seemed really dumb. I'll accept that there's a scientific theory out there that, for whatever reason, <laughs> might go along with, with whatever what the hell they're saying, even though they just needed really... They just needed a reason for Laurel to know it wasn't them. That was the only thing. Like, yeah. Now they had to have some kind of tell. It was all right. As soon as she threw something at him, I kind of knew what we were in for, but... um. Meh. Uh, I, I well, as soon as she threw it, I went, "Oh no, he's got to catch oh, it with the wrong hand." That trick. Oh. Now I, you know, was okay with the idea that his doppelganger might be left-handed. Mm-hmm. What I wasn't okay with was the explanation that all doppelgangers are the opposite. I, I'm okay with the, you know, the idea that maybe that just kind of worked out differently with him, because if we go with the multiverse theory, like everything is possible. So not obvious. Obviously, not all doppelgangers are going to be the opposite on that spectrum. Well, because it, somewhere there's going to be a Cisco that's right-handed again. There just has to be. Well, that that's the thing is like it, that's what starts to confuse you about a E1, E2, uh, E3. Even when you get to E3, you you don't know what to do with it. If it's just a mirror universe, then yeah, uh, it's your universe time negative one. You, you, mm-hmm. Everything will be exactly its opposite. Fine, great. What about E3? Apparently, those people don't exist at all in E3. Times <laughs> negative 1.5? What's the equation? What what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Barry said that none of the people on his Earth that he knew existed on uh, on Supergirl's Earth. Maybe it's just so. one variable is ex- exactly the opposite in each universe. You know, something like that. Something something workable. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, in, in E2, you, um, some people come out evil, some people don't, but that's more of a circumstances situation. But we're all left or right-handed. And that's opposite. And you get to E3, and it's it's going to be like, yeah, but you can or can't grow facial hair, depending on which Earth you were in. Mm-hmm. What about E4? Well... Are you specifically pointing out Mr. Spock now? No. <laughs> Maybe a nod. Maybe a nod. <laughs> I'm also proposing that, I guess, if we see Earth 1 win, he'll uh, have a great beard. Great beard. Mm. He'll be a lumberjack, for all we care. Yeah. Speaking of dodgy science, I love that. Like after Zoom gets away to Earth Two, they're like, "How did he? How did he open the breach?" And they literally go, "Who knows?" 
Internet, we have foreseen your subreddits. And we counter you with who knows. I kind of like that uh, that Barry just went ahead and just told Joe, you know what? I'm not going to stop Wally from being a hero. Just let him do his thing, man. Yeah. No, what killed me, though, is at some point, I can't remember where it is. Uh, I just had it written down, and now I can't remember it. But I remember the line. Um, Joe actually says, I'm in no laughing mood. Mm-hmm. And I, since I can't remember the line, I'll just recite the rest of my note. Well, shit. End of the world. <laughs> and then Cisco looked up, and it was the end of the world. Right. <laughs> oh, he had he had one of those lines that's just always going to be him. Please tell me I didn't just vibe the future. Yeah. And the cat's funny. It, and it's not always about the line being funny. That that he generally he, he has a lot of those. But um that dude's funny. Mm-hmm. He is. I'm glad you see that. I see it. I have vibed it. <laughs> you vibed it? I vibed it. I vibed his funniness. So all of the uh the Henry and McGee stuff, do you think that that's just that was just there as uh I don't know, fan service or do you think there's something going on? I'm starting to deeply worry that it's just them giving us fan servicing play about giving us a, another sandbox to distract ourselves in while we should have been worrying about who's in that mask yeah i was right i think i'm right about jesse and wally uh, remind me. pretty hard for that scene well i mean during the big like dinner scene where they're all at the house mm-hmm. they're they're playing at the jesse and wally flirtation yeah pretty, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. hard yeah they are um i mean we got to the big turning point in the episode and you know obviously it's henry died and honestly i just my entire note, I, don't get me wrong, I was emotional because there's great actors involved in that scene, and how do you not? Mm-hmm. But I just wrote down, Henry, fuck all the theories. You know what? I uh, I ran a poll on Twitter. I saw. I saw. Did you see? I did. Well, then no need for us to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> if I gathered by a substantial margin, you're... Um, your poll participants believe that it is the real Jay Garrick under that mask, and I they admit do. I agree with them. Yep, yep, yep. It was between um, the real Jay Garrick, '90s Flash, old Wally West, and old Barry Allen, Grant Gustin. Sixty-one uh, percent, a whopping sixty-one percent, believe it's the it real Jay Garrick under that mask. Um, and I've I've been saying for a while now that I think under that mask is another Teddy series of some form, and that <laughs> um, I do think it is actually going to be Jay Garrick. Like the the true, especially after the producers straight up said, "We love Jay Garrick. We're not trying to dishonor him." I think hugely paraphrasing there, but here's that was the thing, though. The purpose. I think it'll be the real Jay Garrick, but I think it'll be um, John Wesley Ship. Another actor. I think it's going to be John Wesley Ship. All right, all right. Um, especially after John Wesley Ship uh, a couple episodes ago said Garrick was my mother's maiden name. Yeah, oh, that'd be a, that'd be a fun. Uh, if you have, if you if you feel like it, run another poll. <laughs> Which one? Okay, maybe it's that. Now, is it Teddy here, Sears or? Here was my thought though, because he said uh, Garrick was my mother's maiden name, right? Right. What if he's the doppelganger to? Um, what if he's the doppelganger to the '90s Flash? Because the '90s Flash had a brother named Jay, and yeah. if his mother's maiden name was Garrick, well then doppelganger. Let's say she never got married. She didn't get married to that piece of shit asshole who treated Barry like shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just names names him Jay Garrick. She doesn't have the first kid. She has the second kid as the first kid. Yeah, that could, that work. could work. That could definitely um, work. So did you see the uh, did you see the promo for next week? No, no. There is a chance. huge circular machine, and uh, 
Zoom. Well, we see Zoom wants to have a race to see who the fastest man alive is. And it looks like they're going to do it. And we get a different iteration of Run, Barry, Run, this time from Zoom. And uh, It's just not going to be heartwarming when he says it. Oh, no. It's creepy as hell. Yeah. It's a different... Yeah, it's different. But uh, we also see Barry kneeling over his uh, dad's grave and says, I promise I'm going to take from him what he took from you, which is kind of a long-winded way of saying, I'm going to kill that asshole. Yep. Uh, I don't <laughs> Although it is yeah. extremely... Um, I don't know. It, it seems... Maybe he might be going for something less obvious because they, they could have been more obvious and the line would have been uh, in a way more powerful. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're talking about some secondary effect of death. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the uh, huge uh, circular machine, uh, Brian McShane on Twitter says, maybe the huge circular machine Zoom has made is a large scale version of the speed cannon. Mm. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, it looks like, I, I think whatever it is, is going to be ripping apart the uh, the universes or maybe merging the universes. Um, it's going to be tie in directly, I, probably. I would assume to what uh, Cisco saw in that, in that final vibe of the worlds being destroyed. Um, I don't know how to say this name. I'm sorry, uh, but Hannah Larisova on Twitter says uh, maybe the man in the iron, uh, the iron mask is uh, Jay's father, or did I miss what happened to him? I, I guess you're talking about um, Zoom's father, Hunter Zolomon's father. Yeah, he. we don't know what happened to him. They never said, I don't think. No, actually, but she might even mean um, Jay's father, like the true Jay's father. I mean, maybe. That's possibly how he would get someone like Jay Garrick to have uh, participated in his terrible activities for a while. Yeah, I don't know. That could work. Um, Sam I gotta give Ruiz this to season Twitter. two of uh, the Flash. We're, we're at this. We're we're on. We're one episode away, and we're still going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could work. That could totally work. <laughs> well, I I don't think we'll think that for about a this variety next of uh, theories. Yeah, Sam um, Ruiz on Twitter says, uh, "Is someone the team wouldn't believe? So a uh, possible speedster known for traversing the world in a night in a red suit. Zoom has Santa Claus." <laughs> <laughs> It's, okay, there's a category I'll differentiate. There are the theories I think are most correct, and then there's my favorite theory, and that is now my right. favorite theory. <laughs> <laughs> pulls yeah. the pulls the mask off. Who are you? I'm Kringle. <laughs> that would work if they did it right. Man, you know, they, yeah. then they can bring in Lobo to like take out Santa Claus. There was a one shot, you know, where Lobo was hired to kill Santa. <laughs> it was course. kind of a bastard. So of I mean. Course. Let's do that. I mean, the fans can riot. Screw it. I'm down. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm so looking forward to that. I'm so, like, oh, just I wish it was, you know, we're recording this on Monday night because we, you had a wedding to go to on Saturday. And, by the yeah, way, we have us. people we have people who are not okay with us <laughs> being late. I am sorry. Guys, I was a groomsman at a wedding, and I, I deeply apologize. I, I literally okay. had to participate in this thing. It's okay. Um, yeah, my deepest apologize. Also, I'm a I'm a groom at a wedding this weekend, so it's going to happen again, and I'm sorry. Yeah. But try not to get divorced before I actually get any rings on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wish me luck. So, yeah. Um, well, yeah, so we're sorry, but, um, yeah, stuff's going down. But uh, this is Monday night. I cannot wait, wait to watch Gotham. I wish it was Tuesday night so I could watch The Flash as well. Uh, right. I am just on the edge of my seat about all this crap. Oh, yeah. 
And somehow in the interim, I found a, I found a place to watch all of Daredevil season two and just was just over the moon. Like, yeah. Oh, man, you got to talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> we don't do a Marvel podcast, but you know who does? <laughs> Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall over at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Uh, yeah, so that's one plug in down. Depth about we don't the have to talk about that now. Nope. <laughs> Been covered aplenty. Did you have any more on this episode of The Flash? No, no. I thought it was a fine episode for the most part. Onwards and upwards. And you know what? Black Siren, she's in a cage down below, so she might pop out and, you know, I'll go hook up with Ollie or something to make some fans happy. I don't know. Sure. Like, oh, what? Felicity's still not a thing? Now, before that gets too deep, let's have a little uh, Black Siren Ollie thing going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really don't care, but... Why the <laughs> F no? <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to DC on screen. Uh, and, and thanks for, for commenting. We got some good comments this episode. Um, yeah, man. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever pods are caught. You can find every episode on DCOnScreen.com. We're proud members of the Giant Size Team Up ne- of the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com, uh, MCUcast.com for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Our next episode will be reviewing Arrow 422, Lost in the Flood. Until then, keep some DC on your screen. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you fifteen percent or more." But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.